What up? What up? What up? Welcome to the Words of Wade podcast, episode one ninety. <laughs> you know, no, it's some. It's you know what? It's some shade coming in my voice. I'm trying to stop it because I got something I want to say, but I'm not going to. You know, what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to edit it out. Uh, <laughs> what the? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. What is the point of saying it? So we that's, can what, that's what I'm I was about to say. say. What so we I, can hear it. I think it's so we can hear it. Yeah, because I felt some shade coming. I was like, you know what? Don't do that. Don't, shade don't coming that. from who? No, from no. I was gonna say something really shady, but oh, are you gonna, gonna say it now or what? It edited. It I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna. Do it. What the fuck? <laughs> you are the worst. Does that? <laughs> I'm just you gonna know, say. You know that's a pet peeve of scans. <laughs> no, sure if I say it, because <laughs> it doesn't mean to be shady, but I can hear if somebody hear it, I can hear how they say, "Oh, that you being shady." It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You've already started now. Shit. I just want to say the longest, the longest you don't go in there and be like, you know, here, I got a dollar for you. Never mind. I don't want to give you this dollar anymore because I feel like if I give you this dollar, it may not work out for you like I wanted the dollar to work out for you. So I'm not going to give you this fucking dollar, but I had a dollar for you. So don't worry not, about it. Not the way I wanted this dollar to work out. You know how the internet is. I'll say something and the internet take it a whole other way. And I'm like, I didn't mean it that way. But what, that we the longest running podcast? Longest running hip hop rated podcast? But you know, hey, look, no. it's the truth. I'm not gonna, you know, say anything. Even, even, even if that was still going on, that credit. I, I, I think it's we the, can get that credit right now. It's the fucking truth. That's what even, I'm saying. Why are we not even, allowed to say that? I was about to say, even if the other show was still running, <laughs> we it's still the have. Truth. It's the fucking truth. Yeah, well, they stack they stack the numbers because they do two episodes a week. We only give do a one. fuck. So you know, they stack check the, the start date. Yeah, now that's, that's shade. That's now that was shade. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he meant all of that too. But I'm, I'm not being shady. Though. I'm just. It just said. Oh. Um. <laughs> of check, course, I am. Check the, check the start date, yo. Fuck. Listen. That. Fresh <laughs> off. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> fresh off of Ramadan. And he's off of that's why he started laughing. See, that's why the shade instantly came out. <laughs> instantly? Did you see me instantly? Like, you didn't learn shit. You didn't learn nothing. The whole point was to continue this path and get you started with some discipline. And as soon as your ass got off the probation period, here you go. Yeah, I go immediately. Just finish. Just finish. No you know what, oh. though? A little credit back to you, though, because you didn't actually want to say it. I didn't. I didn't. Instead, you thought you just grind my gears and fuck. <laughs> Instead. Oh, fuck that. Listen. It's it's saying don't edit that shit out. It's the uh, truth. I, of course, am your host, uh, Wade Blogs, aka Mr. Quid Pro Quo, aka Smiley Johnson. Uh, aka the way for it. Wade blocks. <laughs> Joining me as always, <laughs> uh, Nisa Moore, aka Scangela Davis. Uh, Scan is here, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm here. <laughs> and of course, 
and I, I feel it's appropriate for what the show is about. Straight out of Dreamville. <laughs> I knew it. You knew it was coming. I knew it. You knew it was I, coming. I knew some hey, reference hey, was real coming. Quick, real quick story before you even go to his name. So G had a video years ago, years and years ago. Did when he had his own rap song, right? And he was standing, I think, in some type of field or something to that extent. Oh, you're talking about that joint. Oh, that's and old. I will never forget when I saw the video, I didn't know Gucci. I thought it was fucking J. Cole to the point where I even said, Hey, is that J. Cole new video? What the fuck is he doing standing in the cornfield? I ain't seen that shit before. <laughs> No, it was G. It was G. <laughs> G. G. definitely uh, resembles J. Cole. One, he hates it, but he does. One thousand percent. Wait a 1, minute. 000. Hold on. We hold on. Let me fact check something real yeah, quick. Yeah, how old is <laughs> J. Cole? Fact check. Yeah, I was about to say. You, I no, resemble him. I'm. I'm really. I'm pretty sure he resembles me. Because I said you're correct. So <laughs> I think he's younger than you. I yeah. Believe well, so. I, I don't know. That's why but I said let me fact. You. Let me fact check real quick. There's a strong resemblance in G and, resemblance. and J. <laughs> yes. G and J. Continue. Continue. That's my that's my doppelganger. Explain there you go. Why you said that, you know, Dreamville, because yes. you know Yeah, I'm the I'm the originator. Yeah, you yeah, are. There you go. He he so, was he's, he's he's a 85. Oh yeah, so yeah, there you go. So yeah. So next time I see Cole, I'm like, hey, they go G right there. <laughs> like, they were like, who? There you go. <laughs> there you go. G is here, y'all. Shit. <laughs> so yeah, a lot has happened since our last show, Uncut Nation. A lot we want to get into. We're breaking one of the, the cardinal sins of this podcast by talking in depth about another podcast. But hey, it's hip hop. Yeah. Um, I do want to thank everybody. Yeah, it's for the culture. Uh, I do want to thank everybody who shot who um, hit me up about Ramadan. Thank you. I was surprised that y'all even cared. So I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> It's crazy though. They treat it like you have some type of disease for thirty days. I don't. I just think because people don't know, and I think you know the country is so anti-Muslim. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like they they treat it like you're 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 taking hostage for thirty days. Like it's not my choice. (laughs) So many. We've had discussion before. So many people would stop talking to me for thirty days. Well, like you're in jail. Like I can't talk to him right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, like, we can listen, still talk. Honestly, it's quite refreshing talking to him during Ramadan because <laughs> I actually he stay away from saying negative shit and having negative thoughts. Yeah, I'm sitting there like, hmm. While having yeah. a conversation with him because I'm so busy trying to keep him from doing it <laughs> <laughs> and making sure that the conversation doesn't go there <laughs> that I automatically go there. So thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Uh, so let's let's uh, getting getting all these guys that gonna updates on my phone. Anyway, uh, let's get into what we like to call the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. A word. The rundown. I was just, <laughs> I was I was waiting for that. So, incarnation. The talk of the internet for the last week or so has been J Cole. Um, he dropped a ridiculous LA Leakers freestyle. That some people don't like because he mentioned Bill Cosby. It's a bar, so what? Get over it. Um, and it was a good bar on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I get it. We're in a sensitive PG era. You can't say stuff about people. Whatever. 
Fuck that. But he did drop his album, The Off Season, um, Friday last, whenever y'all get to hear this. And I got to say, well, you know what? I'm not going to say my opinion. Let's get into the track list because when I saw the track list, I was like, oh, this is different. Because if, you, if you're used to J. Cole, you're familiar with J. Cole's career. He really doesn't do a lot of features. Mm-hmm. Right? His last oh. two projects had like zero features. Right. For, this um, album. Yeah, Forest Hill Drive didn't have any on it. And that's, I think that's what kind of put him on that run. And then even on, uh, I can't remember if it was on For Your Eyes Only or KOD. Uh, but he literally had a bar where he was like, why don't you do a couple features? How about I don't? How about the fuck you get off my dick? He said, how many times I got to tell you niggas ain't worthy to be on my shit? Right. <laughs> right. Ooh. Like, I, I do love how Joe J. Cole addresses certain shit. But let's get into it. Um, what tripped me out is when you look at the features, it does. when you look at the track list, it doesn't show the names. So you got to actually hear the song to know who's on the song. Right. So, and um, soon as you cut the album on 95 South, right? And the first voice you hear... It's Cameron. Yeah, that shit threw me for a fucking loop. <laughs> like, oh I'm looking God. at the... I went back. I'm like, hold on. Am I listening to the right shit? <laughs> like, right. What's going like, on? Cam? <laughs> I was like, I did not see that coming. What tripped me out... First, the song is fire. Let's, let's say that. Yeah. Um, but what tripped me out about that song is... And I don't know how many people noticed this, but I'm sure the internet is, is crazy, so I'm sure they noticed it. Uh, the song is called 95 South. Features Cameron and produced by Lil John. Mm. 95 South runs through North Carolina, New York, North Carolina, and Atlanta. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, Cole is killing you niggas. Ah. You know how to <laughs> talk about Cole. Cole is killing this shit, son. You got <laughs> to know how the connection go. Yeah. And of course, the line that's that stood like out for everybody him, on that's that what track. Makes him such a great artist, though. Mm-hmm. Of course, people don't do stuff like that anymore. And of course, the line about Mario, you know, put M's on your hat like your, your Luigi brother. Yeah. Yeah, I was. That's Both of y'all I, made the face. It was like, I, I miss making that face. Because <laughs> exactly, it's like stuff like that. They was like, ooh. Yeah, I was like, mm. It'd be, it'd be. Like it'd you be just a, said that line and I did the same thing. I was like, mm. It's like little, little stuff like that. That's like, okay, it was simple, but it was still clever. And effective. Effective, effective. exactly. <laughs> so then it's just effective. like, shit, why you never think of that? <laughs> right, and effective. Fam, can I tell you how many times I've sat there and listened like, yo, why did I think of that? Because I could have said and sometimes that. it just takes the simplest words for it to yep. say just enough. Just enough. Just, I mean, just, just and, a little bit of And love. of course, in today's culture, a little bit. people are, you funny. <laughs> why that came uh, to my mind, too? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a song for everything. It is. It is. It definitely is. Uh, people are people are gravitating to that line. Like, yo, that line was stupid hard. Ooh. I mean, it's harder than what we've heard in a while. But yeah. I won't. I won't be like, oh, this is crazy. No, it's harder than what we've heard in a while. I, I give him his credit. Like, people not rapping like that no more. So. Mm-mm. 
my God, like <laughs> <laughs> my God, <laughs> it just it's just, it's just set the table. You know what I'm saying? You know how when you go to somebody's house, you want to eat, and then they give you some like some appetizers, and they give you like Cheetos. You're like, oh, this gonna be this type of meal, but then they come out with like some homemade banana bread. You're like, oh, oh, this what we doing? This this what we doing? Yep. And that's what that that song did. Ninety five South was like, this this what I'm about to serve you, niggas. Yeah. This this how we taking it. Like this this is about to be a whole different setup. Y'all ain't y'all ain't even expect this. Yeah, one thousand percent. Like when I when I because I couldn't listen. I had problems with my iTunes, so I actually didn't hear the album until today. Like I listened to it like three times today. Oh yeah, you were tripping. No, because my iTunes is crazy, and it's still I woke, my iTunes I, is still. Crazy. I woke up. I woke up that morning. <laughs> early <laughs> and it was going yeah my iTunes was just funny but let's continue on here because then you have the next song and to me and, and G I'll ask you and I'll ask you as well Scan but this song might be the quote unquote weakest song on the album yeah and I thought it was about to be crazy because of the title of it right right okay so it's just so not I didn't, was- Doug, and I didn't hear a reference that Gave it that title, so I gotta really go back and dissect it. Yeah, because I was just like, this song is cool, but it ain't it. I, it won't what I was expecting. It ain't give me what right. I needed. I thought he right. was basically gonna go to the point of, I'm him, like I'm the I'm the new him, <laughs> right? And and again, and I think maybe you. if this was, yeah, yeah, if this was like a single. Without hearing the album, then maybe it'd be cool. But because you you set up with the homemade banana bread that was vegan <laughs> in the track one, to come with it's this, it's like banana bread. you gave you you gave me homemade banana bread and then you gave me a, a Mountain Dew. I'm like, dude, come on, it's cool, <laughs> but that's not really what I thought was going the direction we was going. <laughs> no, not at all. I thought you was about to bring me like some some the the homemade. Um, Sun iced tea, the joint you, you know set on saying? the back porch, like you'd have spent some time. You know you'd have been in there putting a little bit of sugar, stirring it up, tasting. Nah, I need a little bit more. Hold on. Or you sitting, or you giving me the homemade lemonade, like you actually cutting the lemons and everything. And then, nah, like you said, I Man, just got to I, th- I thought you were coming with too. some homemade mimosas or something that you made yourself. Like I was like, I was ready, Cole, but I mean, the, again, you take cool. the, the, the pineapple, the, the peach nectar. And mix that in with the orange juice, and then the, the like three frozen slices of the peaches, and put them in the glass, and then pour it over top. Like my sister did that for the for Mother's Day, and I was just like, "Oh, so you just got fancy with the mimosa?" I mean, you got it. You got it. We just couldn't do the champagne and the orange juice. You just took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, go. Yeah, this want that. This want that. It was, and and I hate because I know people gonna hear me like, "Oh, y'all ain't like that track." The track yeah. was cool. It was cool, but compared to what else is on the album, exactly. like you said, that's probably the weakest track. And I mean, that's not to say it's a bad track, but every album has a weak track. All it's of them can't be track. on the same level. Yeah, exactly. It's a filler track, and I was just, I just, I just wanted more. I just wanted more. There's nothing wrong with it. I just wanted more. Um. I don't know. Then maybe you go to the next song. Maybe neither one of us would feel that way if it had a different title. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I got you know. I got to sit down and listen to it again. Um, then you go to the next song. You go to um, "My Life" with a uh, Twenty One Savage, Twenty One, Twenty One, uh, and Moray. Savage floated. 
he jumped right into it. 21, 21. <laughs> 21 you got 21. to. Because you, you got, got to. You got to, whenever you said 21 Savage, you got to say 21, 21. Because it's. Anything else is uncivilized. It's like um a pimp named Slipback. You got to say the whole thing. <laughs> you got to say the whole thing. <laughs> not just, not Slipback. No, you got to say a pimp, like Try Call Quest. You got to say a pimp say, named Slipback. Slipback. <laughs> That's what I said. Slick back. No, nigga, <laughs> you got to say the whole thing. The whole thing. And that's how I felt. Like, 21, 21. Uh, 21 floated on it. And I, I don't he know did. if him and Cole are like the new combination. <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. If that's the case, because I'm not the biggest 21 Savage fan. 21, 21. But <laughs> him and Cole have this, this, this chemistry that, that works. Yeah, even um, when Cole dropped the the off season documentary, um, mm-hmm. applying pressure, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, he's it starts off with him and Twenty One in the um in the studio, and he asked him, he was like, "So why you call it the off season?" And Cole is giving his response, explaining everything. He was like, "Damn, I know that was a long answer, but." <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> He was like, all right, let me play you track three, which is their track. So I could just tell from them being in there. And even what Cole said um, on their first track together, he was like, when I went in the studio with him and he saw his kids there, he was like, I just knew he was a real nigga, basically. Yeah. Like, I like he that. looked like that. I like that. Like, like I said, this... This is what collaborations and features are for. Because if you're not a fan of an artist, you get to hear their artists in a different light. Right. And like, oh, let me go back and hear some of his stuff. You know what I'm saying? I- I'm not going to do that with 21 Savage. But I like when him and Cole are together. <laughs> <laughs> I like him and... <laughs> I'm not going to do that with 21 Savage. <laughs> that's, what you- that's what you do a feature for. You do a feature to appeal to another fan base. You're like, hey, hear me on this stuff and then go back and <laughs> Go back and listen to the rest of my stuff. Oh, I'm shit. good on that. Well, you and Cole, I'm all for it. Sign me up. You and Cole, I'm here. Um, <laughs> stop. You made that shady than what it was. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, I didn't. It was just funny. <laughs> but uh, like for that track, soon as the beat dropped, uh, because like you said, you can't see the you can't see the names of any features. But soon as the beat came on, I'm just like. Oh, this giving me that that a lot vibe with him at twenty one. Mm-hmm. So as he's rapping and then twenty one come over, I said, "Yeah, that's how you double back on that." That's yeah. that. That was cool. That was real smooth. Yeah. Think, and I then the hook. Yeah, listen, this album, and we're going to jump ahead a little bit, but this album is is. I wasn't going to say it, but it's May. It's May. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's up there. It's up there. This might be up there. album of the year. It's up there. It's up there. And I hate, I hate to be that guy that the album just came out. You're saying it's a classic already, but damn it. <laughs> yeah, he did his thing on this joint. He said, but damn it. He did his. He but definitely it, did his thing on this joint. Like no bull. Like this, this, this arguably. And I gotta sit back and really listen to what albums came out this year so far. But as of right now, this might be the album of the year. That's the one that's pushing hard, huh? It is. It's just like that, and and. It but see, that's the thing, though. Everybody anticipated that. Everybody had a feeling that that was going to be the case. 
especially yeah. because he hadn't made one in a while. So he had some time to really get some, uh, I guess, direction. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, if this year is going the way we all think it is, and, and they have a, a pattern of doing this, you know, Cole dropped. We're, we're thinking Drake is going to drop this summer. And Kendrick may drop by the end of the year. This may be a great All I know is 2021 is, is lit this year. I, you know, yeah, I don't have Yeah. Super lit. If, if, if all Listen, three of them drop whole, this year. The whole COVID vaccine and everybody's being able to get out now. And, and just I know, like, right? and, yeah, that too. oh, man, the music makes a difference. The music actually assists in that good time. So it's nothing like having a summertime great album. Yeah, you yeah, gotta have 100%. a you gotta have a soundtrack for the year. Yeah, Correct. Listen, I was rad, I was riding home today, and I was just listening to Cole, and I was like, "Yo, this this I haven't done it in a while. I haven't listened to music on a car ride. You know what I'm saying? Like on a, on a long drive. Normally, yeah. I listen. I'll be honest. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't really listen to music like I used to. But this Cole gave me mm-hmm. that feeling again. Like, oh yeah, I like this. I like how this feels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I oh, I, I have definitely good. had the the vibe of windows down, riding around slow, just chilling. Like, damn, I need to take the car to the car wash. My shit need to be detailed. Like, I haven't had that feeling to want to be in the car just riding, listening to music. And it's That's a fuck, it's a fucking gas shortage right now. <laughs> Very true. It's not the time People to just be clowns. riding. <laughs> People are clowns. Like but I yeah. said, and summertime is coming up. That's just gonna be. No, it's gonna listen. If if COVID is truly over, which I don't think it is, but if it's truly over, this is going to be a super lit summer, and I'm going to make an ill prediction right now, knock on wood, but it's going to be a lot of babies <laughs> conceived this summer. I prom- Not for me. I'm good. But <laughs> I'm telling you, a lot of people are going to be out for the first time, haven't been out for a while. You know, they have money because the government's giving money for kids every month. And all these things that are going on, it's like real lit this summer. I advise you guys to invest in protection, please. That means two things. Yes, that does mean two things. They're still killing us. Still killing us. Um, so please, I advise you all. That was my message. Continuing on with the album. Um, I want to jump ahead because I don't want to go through track by track. I know we used to do that back in the day. And honestly, I think the last time we did the track by track breakdown was, was probably cool. a J. Cole album. Yeah, <laughs> was J. Cole's album. <laughs> but um, jump ahead a little bit. Uh, let's get to the track that everyone talked about. Uh, let go. Is it Let Go of My Hand? Yeah. Yeah, Let Go of My Hand was the track that hit the internet and everybody lost their mind. In, in the track, Cole... Talks about the last time he got into a fight. And he says the last time he got in the fight was with Puff. Puff being, you know, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Sean, all the other stuff. And a lot of people on the internet went crazy with it. It's like, oh, J. Cole fought Puff. This is crazy. This is crazy. Nobody knows what happened. It appears, and I've through my, my crafty research, just going to conference.com, <laughs> um, <laughs> we have a breakdown of actually what happened. And Let's, let's go through this breakdown. Apparently, Puff was visibly intoxicated. He tried to confront Kendrick over the, you know, King of the Line, King of New York line from the control freestyle. Puff allegedly attempted to pour a drink on Kendrick, and J. Cole stepped in and was like, nah, homie, relax. The two started arguing, and Cole 
allegedly put his hands on Diddy, which led to problems between the crew, brief scuffle, a brief scuffle, and then both crews separated. Now, to give you a little back to this, a little back into this, apparently this was a party, a Grammy party or something, and J. Cole was at a table with Jay-Z, Rihanna, and Beyonce at one table. And Cole, <laughs> this is the table. Rock, Rock Nation, basically, right there. Mm-hmm. 2013. Puff sees Kendrick. Well, Hilda Kendrick was like, hey, I don't like you talking about that King of New York shit, blah, blah, blah. Kendrick like, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm from L.A., we're in New York, I don't want to smoke. Cole's like, nah, this is my man. Puff, can you go sit down? You drunk, go sit down. Puff like, nah, I'm Puff Daddy. Take that, take that. <laughs> <laughs> you really do the take that, take that. You really oh, do. You surprised? Uh, you surprised he did a 21 <laughs> Listen, I immediately pictured him in the shiny fucking clothes. Definitely you around. Know, you could, bad, 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 I'm about to say, with the shoulder shake. You feel so good. Yeah, listen, 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 listen. You're causing me I would give you the visual. So okay. Cole was like, nah, take this. <laughs> Shut up, yo. Hey, you know. Shut up. You can't put your hands on, you can't put your hands on Puff in New York and that people says that. So, you know, Bad Boy jump up, Dreamville jump up. Just you know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, take that. (laughs) Take that, take that, take that. No, that's what he says. He said, take that, take that, take that. He said it three times. And then he was like, nah, take this. But the funny thing about this, this is all over the internet. You can Google it. It's all on Twitter, everything. Cold manager (laughs) post a tweet to clarify everything. He says, and I quote, I don't want nobody saying what he said. I quote, the internet is a crazy place. You niggas reporting shit with no facts. Cole ain't get thrown out no party. And he damn sure ain't get beat up. <laughs> so he didn't say it didn't happen. <laughs> no, like, let's clarify. First of all, it happened. my but nigga finished the rest. He <laughs> finished the party. Don't. J. Cole <laughs> enjoyed his evening. God exactly. damn it. <laughs> In so many words. That's basically what he just said there. His evening was just fine. <laughs> yeah, that did that didn't that didn't fuck up the show. He kept he kept on rolling for the rest of the night. <laughs> hey, Yo, chill. Is, he had a great that night. Is hilarious. That <laughs> is clarify the statement. So first of all, let me get y'all niggas right. Right. Cole ain't get beat up and he ain't get nope. kicked out. And he ain't get kicked out neither. So any other questions? <laughs> the rest of it. <laughs> the, rest of it. <laughs> the rest of it. You know. It's, it's, it's funny. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So let, let him rock. You know what? It kind of <laughs> makes sense him. how Dave Chappelle was able to just so easily make fun of Buff, too. Right. <laughs> you right, feel right. me? Like, <laughs> he easily made fun of him. Like, he made terrible fun of him. <laughs> Show you With the bottles <laughs> and all that shit. So it's kind of like hard for me to see. Never mind. Let me stop talking. I don't know this man. I'm giving him a hard time. I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's just, it's just funny that, hard time. that that's that's the, the dispute. Like, listen, y'all niggas don't know nothing. Let me see something right now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> clear it. Let's kicked out. Yeah, let's clear this the fuck up. And he didn't get beat up. He didn't get beat up. So take that from what you will. Mm. <laughs> I love it. I love take it. Take that, take that, take that. You know what I'm saying? I love it. 
And then it was a funny part, but it led me to think, okay, well then, if Cole is sticking up for Kendrick, how close are they really? Like, are they super, like, they tight, tight? Because you see Cole and Drake a lot. And I know Cole and Kendrick were supposed to have an album together. Remember, this is 2013. So yeah. Maybe it was a situation than- where J. Cole kind of stepped in on some type of adult shit. Like, I'm not going to sit by and just watch some shit pop off while we're here being grown folks in the middle of the Grammy party. You know what I mean? Like, that could be another reason. Like, I know initially he was saying, like, you know, he probably stepped in for his homie. But it could also have been just that. Like, he could have stepped in just because he's like, let's watch this. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, just, you're, you're a grown man. Like- you're, you're clearly intoxicated. Like, Jim, we're not going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know I make jokes and all, but I can definitely see Cole like, yo, Puff, you drunk, relax. Yeah, relax. chill. Just just relax. And Puff was like, don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> you know, I'm Puff Daddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think my, my question is still, did Cole think Kendrick couldn't stand up for himself? <laughs> like, or was it just kind of, or, or, or was it just a situation It was just like, he stepped in because Hain won't Kendrick to have to, you know, kind of go that route. Shit out of puppy and get yeah, just like <laughs> like you said, it might have just been him stepping in, like, look, Diddy, you drunk, you know, he, you know, Ew. it's just rap. You ain't he ain't mean nothing back. And then Diddy said some out the way shit to Cole and Cole, like, hold up, you got me fucked up, right, <laughs> right, 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 all the way right. fucked up, exactly. <laughs> I can see you know, that. that sounds believable. That that, that, that sounds, sounds more. It sounds more like how it might have played out. <laughs> Like, it's man. like, look, we we here to have a good time. We go to you don't know how far these tables are. Your light from skin each other. ass too, motherfucker. Look, you right. don't know how far these tables are from each other. We don't know how close they were to his table. You know, he sure. felt like you're disrupting my good fucking time, Puffy. Like, like, hey, uh, Puff, I'm here with Rihanna, Beyonce, and Jay Z. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, think about it. See, J. Cole, it seems like, even though I don't know him, but just the way he rats and shit and things he talks about, he seems like he's pretty level headed, right? So yeah. just like as we in our world, at least myself, I look at it like, for real, for real, unless you really, really, really provoke me, like you got to really, really piss me off. I am not going to be scrapping right. in the fucking street. Right. I'm a grown ass woman. Like I've got way more important shit to be worried about at this point than to be doing some shit like that. So imagine being, hmm, I don't know, fucking rich. <laughs> <laughs> just like, mm, I don't know. Fucking rich. You know, I was having this conversation with somebody. Rich. Like, You're at the Grammy party. Yeah. And you came from nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So think on that level of how he thinks now. Like, he's thinking, <laughs> niggas, we are up in here rich. Like, do you understand how we're living right now? We're at a fucking Grammy party and you're over here trying to cause problems. My guy, chill the Cole, fuck like- out. No, you puff. You puff daddy. Relax. You're puff. What's wrong? Why is your day bad right now? You know what I mean? Like, why is, why is your day bad? Right. Didn't I say it's the simplest words to make you yeah. feel really fucking small? Straight that up. Type of shit. Sometimes you got to speak logic and it really Hold be up. like that. Like, no, why is your day bad? What was the joint? What was the joint you said off like, uh, go sit down and be rich somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They ought to be rich somewhere. Like, what are you doing? Oh my god! That's me you saying, know? like, yo, like you're good. Like, I'm not saying you don't have other things. You have you're not have to be concerned about life. 
But for real, for real. But like right now, in this right moment, moment, this moment, what's wrong? What's I can, I can see. But you say, Wade, that. you're puffy. Yeah, I can see. I can see Cole come with all that logic, and then and then puff like, man, fuck all this bitch ass niggas. And then Cole like, it could be too much of niggas. Correct. Hey, it hey, could be too much of What did you see? Not look, <laughs> look, look, man. Like, wait a minute. All right now. Wait a minute. All right, Diddy. All right. Yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's remember. Look, right? that that you're also that right there. That's when you that's when you step over the line, right? <laughs> when you when you when you when you purposely call a rapper or entertainer by like you disrespect their stage name and call them by their government in the right. middle of a heated altercation. Now, now we <laughs> you just stepped on some toes. Right. That got real. Right. Pretty- there's so much disrespect happening right there. Sean. Look here, Sean. <laughs> Don't you got me fucked up. <laughs> Sean, you got me fucked up right now. What you listen, doing? listen. <laughs> what I say, you're twice my age. I will knock the knees on my knee for your old ass. You better come away with me. Yeah, you better relax. Basketball, too. The cardio <laughs> on that nigga is ridiculous. You better leave that young boy alone. Exactly. Alone. So you hey, better look. relax. Hey, Don't you, you, hey, look, you, you gotta act. You can't act like Diddy's cardio ain't crazy. That nigga been dancing for how many years? I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I hate you. I hate you right now. Hey, I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Yo, listen, listen that nigga has listen. been dancing since <laughs> since the nineties. That reminds me of the lawsuit. Did you hear about the lawsuit? How um, Puff Chef was suing him? No. Yeah, for like making him serve or making her serve him food while he's having sex and shit. Yes. What the yes. fuck? Fuck. Yes. You can't do that, sir. You need to yeah, have that shit prearranged. Like, you can't so listen. Go chef is going to do these back shots. Serve me some orders. <laughs> Yo, are you mad? Oh, that's wild. No, I didn't. I missed that. <laughs> listen, listen, and I'm not saying that it's not possible to have somebody that does that type of shit. But sir, that you gotta. That's something that's arranged before you start contract. What's wrong with you? You don't just tell your regular cook all of a sudden to be like, "Hey, can you serve me some grapes and some some cheese?" And then you hey, clap dog. it at the same time. Like, hey, dog, I know you see her working right now, but give me that grilled cheese sandwich over there. <laughs> done in a minute. What? Like, yo. Oh, my God. I want Puffle, this to be nice Puffle and hot Wobble. right when I'm done. Are you kidding me? That, that, that right there shows he gives nay bit of fuck. <laughs> but listen to me. Listen. Like, I'm not going to wait till I bust the nut. And but go listen, get the ham sandwich. Wait, no, my back, nigga, I need it fuel while I'm working. <laughs> back to what we were just talking about, my guy. You're puffy. You're acting like you puffy right now. Yeah, like you got chef serving you fucking that's grilled defi- cheese sandwiches while you fucking. That's definitely like puffy. That's definitely a Diddy move. Come on, get over yourself, that, sir. That shit is get over unheard yourself, of. Sir. That shit is I'd unheard of. I'd be that person. People would hate me in the entertainment business because I'd be that person. I'm like, come on, for real. How rich are you? How many cars you got? You could go on vacation right now, couldn't you? Where you want to fly? Where you want to go? You know you could do that more than anybody else right now, right? Be happy. Just live it. What do you mean? Why are you so angry? I don't, I don't know about I don't know about y'all, but that, that gives me inspiration to try that one time. 
<laughs> definitely want to. I definitely want to be trying to be eat a grilled cheese sandwich while I'm kidding somebody. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I definitely gotta try that. Out of, L, out of all things, though, a grilled cheese. Amen. <laughs> I want a grilled Is it really cheese. a grilled cheese? I thought we were just making that as a joke. I don't know what it no, was, it was he had him serve her. He I mean, serve him, had, but he just said, "Yeah, yeah, serve some orders, a snack." Right. A so snack. he probably did, so, like you know, like I said, some cheese and crackers. Yeah, Maybe a few chicken wings. Give me some grapes. You know what I mean. <laughs> but we're totally off tangent. Totally, this, this segue now makes zero sense. But I'm still gonna use it. So we're talking about Cole, Cole and Kendrick, and and Cole was um on Kevin Durant's podcast, The Boardroom, talking about his relationship with um Drake and and um Kendrick. Let me see all that volume really quick here. On that. These are the guys that push you. You got to push them. You know what I mean? Where it's like. But what, I, what I've been trying to do in the past uh, few years is, like, because I think I was so competitive. I don't know how they were feeling that because of but I know for myself, I was so competitive early on that, like, even though we were all friends, I would say we were all friends and friendly. Like, I wasn't, uh, I've never been a reach out, you know what I mean? Like, I've never been a, I never been that person, you know what I mean? Especially when there's competition involved. It's like, like, I'm over here doing what I do. You know what I mean? It's almost like working out together. Like, I guess in, in the NBA in the past, it was like, that was unheard of. You know what I mean? Like, why would I work out with this nigga? Like, I'm trying to destroy this nigga. You know what I mean? Like, and that was kind of my mentality. That was kind of my mentality early on. It's like, but but as I got older, I realized that like, yo, it's what you said. No one is truly my peer or can relate to what I'm going through in life more than these people right here, you know what I mean? Because just in terms of whatever pressures there might be, whatever amount of like celebrity, which is, you know, a whole conversation in the stuff there might be, family, you know, privacy, boom, boom, boom. Like nobody can really relate to that like these dudes. And I really genuinely fuck with these dudes. So like, mm -hmm. I've been trying to, you know, absolutely make an effort like as time goes on to like strip the competition from it. Like y'all niggas are submitted forever. You know what I mean? Like, I will hope that I'm submitted forever. And if not, I will be, you know, when it's all said and done. In my mind, it's how my mentality is. So it's like, this, like the competition part, I've stripped away. And I'm now on some shit like, man, I'm more interested in the relationship because I also see a time when I'm not doing this. That seems very realistic to me. And in a time when I'm not doing this. Yeah, so I think that was dope for him to say that, like, you know, when he was younger. It was a competition thing. And he just was like, we cool, but we ain't that cool. But now as he got older, he's like, nah, you know, I'm good. Like, I'm comfortable with my spot in history. So the only people that can really identify where I'm at right now are you two. So why don't we just be cool? Yeah, I mean, um, Kendrick addressed that point on control, actually. Yeah. Like and when he said niggas' names, he was talking about he big crit everybody, sure. and he was like, "Yo, they my nigga." He was like, "But on songs, I'm trying to murder y'all niggas." Like, and that's just legit how hip hop has always been. It's been competitive, off the mic. Yeah, we can laugh, joke, hang out, and then hey, when the mic come on, the gloves come off. It's just like any competitive sport. You know what I'm saying? When we're not competing, we can be best of friends. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> right now, I'm trying to murder you, nigga. I'm trying to murder you, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very last one of y'all. You know? But I think it's 
like you said, it was real dope of him to actually share that at this point. Um, it, it shows his growth. Um, yeah. It also, in my opinion, alludes to, because that's, that's like the third time uh, he's mentioning, he's mentioned the fact that he can see when he's not no longer yeah. doing music. I, I think, I mean, and, and, and of course, you know, right now he's playing pro ball in Africa right now. So right. He's really doing other things. So I think he sees and part of the expression with the light of the end of the tunnel. Like I'm not right. going to be doing this forever. I don't have exactly. no intentions to be 50, 60 year old still rapping. Like I'm just doing this now and I'm moving on to something else. Yeah, the um applying pressure documentary was real cool. Yeah. This whole rollout that Cole is doing right now is kind of different than most people. You know what I mean? And I, part of it is because COVID. I know that. Right. Part of it is just because Cole is a different artist. Right. And that goes into um, the other part of what we were going to talk about okay. as far as the uh, the freestyle. Yeah. LA uh, Leakers freestyle. Uh, the LA Leakers freestyle. And we, talk, we mentioned this earlier. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, uh, go hear it because it's 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 inspirational, and I don't mean yeah. inspirational in the way like oh you're motivated the life is better for you like inspirational like niggas still rap like this exactly, <laughs> and that's that's my whole thing like <clears throat> you know it used to be as far as the rollout like the campaign that when artists used to do market visits and service the record and all of that. When right. they was about to drop a project, they went on a little promo tour and, you know, it was certain places they went to, you know, hot 97, you know, stuff like that. They went up, talked to them and then was like, yo, let me get something. Let me, let me hear something real quick. That kind of faded off, even though it's, you know, flex was doing the, the freestyle joints for, for, uh, quite a while. And, other uh, platforms were still doing it. It hasn't been to the forefront. Right. And I feel like because Cole hasn't done a freestyle or interviews or anything like that for quite a while, when he did that, it was just like, look at the response he got. Right. I agree with that 1,000%. So now I feel like that's going to start coming back into the mix. It's like when somebody about to drop a new joint, you know, they're going to go somewhere and drop a crazy freestyle now. I hope so. Because that I do too. Come, that should come back. That should come back. Because um, I, th- I think one reason that stopped because, and let's just be 1,000% honest, niggas is trash. Yeah. Like a lot of these dudes are rapping can't rap. So I don't want to hear them freestyle. Think about all times we've heard somebody go up to, like you said, Flex or some other media outlet, and they're like, "Yo, this is trash." What do you know? Most, most notably, <laughs> I remember when uh, Iggy Azalea did it. Iggy, so I remember a lot. It's a couple I can think of off the top of my head. Like they went up to Hot ninety seven. They're like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Yeah, like she they she literally got calls. Like people was like, "Yeah, let's go to the airways." And one dude was just like, "Yo, what the fuck was that? That shit was fucking trash. Get that shit out of here!" And she just sitting there, <laughs> just spinning in the chair. But the even crazier part, I think, 
um, what got found out later is she was like biting a Kendrick verse mm. on the freestyle. And it just like kind of like butchered it. Like she, it was basically like his whole flow and cadence. Right. She tried to she tried to mirror it and just and it was it, just it was bad. But let's call it what it is. Um Iggy is saying this is totally off tangent now on the subject. Her whole career is, is a is a Eve impression. Yeah. Am I the only person that sees that? Like her whole career is just Eve. Nah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> and and I know people will be like, oh well, you can't diss women rappers. I'm not dissing women rappers. Listen to Iggy Azalea. And and I take the L, I'm not a big Iggy Azalea fan. Uh, but listen to Gizelia and go listen to Eve and tell me that's not who it is. Yeah, that makes sense. And and if if Iggy Azalea has said, well, Eve is my biggest inspiration, then I will let that slide. But to my to my knowledge, she's never mentioned Eve at all. Mm-mm. Honestly, I think Eve gets left out of that that conversation as far as uh, female MCs a lot. I 1000% agree. Um, and I don't know why. I, I, I don't, don't know why. I guess. I think a lot of people assume that maybe like the camp she was with maybe wrote her stuff for her. She's going on record saying she writes her own rhymes. Eve was never a female rapper that I ever questioned if she wrote her shit. It never, that thought never crossed my mind with her. Yeah, so I, I, that's a great question. Why doesn't Eve get the credit she deserves? To me, in, in the in the female MC hierarchy, Eve is one thousand percent top ten. Oh yeah, no question. Yes, definitely, no question. Yeah, you get no I argument mean, from me on that. Yeah, Eve is one thousand percent top ten female rapper of all time. One thousand percent. Um, y'all y'all know my number one has been forever, Cajun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know she hates that. Uh, <laughs> Don't call her a few. She's an MC, yeah, she's not a femc. I mean, the greatest female rapper of all time. Come on, that's not a bad title. I don't know. I get it. Equality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Look, equality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you about to get, you about to get in trouble for it. <laughs> Oh, oh, fuck you getting like, so free range now. Like I know Ramadan's Look, over. I'm about to say he been holding all this shit since Ramadan. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? You need to relax. <laughs> you got some pent up shit going on. No, I'm just saying, definitely pent up. But they're just saying, um, like, <laughs> be dope and be dope, be dope and being dope. You know what I'm saying? Just don't don't be dope and be like, nah, I'm dope, but I'm not that dope. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you're the greatest female rapper of all time. That is a compliment. Why don't make it seem like, well, I'm not just a female rapper. And you know what it is? I think she was also so popular at a time where not to say that female rappers was not popular, but not in the way that they're popular now. Mm. And prime example, prime example, like I watched some of the older like SWV videos because they were kind of doing the two against each other on BET, but not the actual verses, but just playing their videos back to back, Escape mm-hmm. SWV. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at their clothes and stuff and how the chicks was wearing them. And even when Eve came out, not that she didn't wear certain things that was kind of tight or, you know, two-piece or a little bit of cheeks out, 
their shit wasn't like how the clothes are now. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Now. No, I definitely want his raunchy. themselves now. Won't mm-hmm. raunchy. Eve was more on that I slap a nigga type shit. <laughs> so was little Kim. But at the same right. time, they were sexy and they were dope. You know what I mean? Because they were just really great lyricists. Did yeah. I say it right that time? Yeah. You, right. you got it. Ah! Yes, because I usually fuck that word up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the difference, and that's but that's a great comparison, Eve and Kim. I think the difference with Eve and Kim is again the camps. Like mm-hmm. Eve in her camp was like their sister. Like the Rough Riders of the Eve, like our sister. Right. Right. And in Kim's camp, she was Biggie's girl. And when Biggie wasn't there, she was still Biggie's girl. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good uncut nation. Why doesn't Eve get the credit she deserves? Like Eve is a top ten female rapper of all time. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I'm telling you that's why. That's why. Yeah, but I feel well, like if she came with that smoke now. Oh, I've, yeah, I, I feel I feel like Eve hasn't lost a step when it comes to them bars, yo. Of course oh, not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm right pretty sure she has. All hasn't. she did was take a beautiful seat with a lot of money in her motherfucking pocket. You hear me? She she, she did. she's living her best life. <laughs> yeah, her look, best I'm looking, life. Look, I'm looking ahead because I want to see something. But nah, I was looking to see if she was on the upcoming track list, but she's not on that. Let, let's get right no. to that. Um, yeah, that would have been dope. Yeah, I mean, because everybody else is still there. But uh, of course, we got the news of DMX's new album. Well, posthumous album, Exodus. Chapter one, verse seven. I think that's right. My mother, yeah. forgive me. Uh, it is. Yeah. Um, and the track list that leaked is probably on paper, <laughs> arguably <laughs> one of the greatest track lists I've seen in years. Yeah. And, it's okay, um, I, agree, I, I granted X died and we're all in hyperbole now, but just listen to the track list. <laughs> track one, that's my dog featuring locks and Swiss. Track Cla- two, classic Rough Rider shit. Yeah, Rough Rider, one thousand percent. Track two, Bath Sauce, Jay Z and Nas. Three, Dogs Out, Lil Wayne and Swiss. Four, Money, 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 Money Bag Yo. Five, Hold Me Down, Alicia Keys. Fast Rebels with Bono, Lover. Um, Bono. Male Stick Up Skit, bon- Bono. Bono. That, it makes sense now. Bono, uh, Male Stick Up Skit, Cross and Career Ice Pick, Rough Riders again. Uh-huh. And you know, I was about to say that's crazy because that they're still around, right? <laughs> I don't know who Ice Pick is though, but I remember Cross and I remember Infrared from right. The I think they were in, in, in Larceny with Cat. I think it was in the group of Cassidy Larceny, right? Yeah, so I, I remember. Yeah, and then you got Hood Blues featuring my favorite crew, Griselda, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Conway. Um, Walking in the Rain, Major and Nas, Mr. Quarter, Exodus Simmons, who I'm assuming is DMX's um, daughter. Uh, Take Control, featuring Snoop. Exodus has a skit. Letter to My my Son, featuring Usher and Brian King Joseph and Prayer. Like this album. Like, I, I just noticed that. What's that? Exodus? Nah, number eight, The Hood Blues. Uh huh. Why didn't it just say featuring Griselda? Yeah. Good question. Good question. Because mm, that sure goes illegal. That yeah, I'm. I was about to say it's either a legal loophole f- 
So you give them their individual credits instead of the group credits. But that also makes me wonder because I remember uh, Conway addressing rumors that Griselda was breaking up. Mm, that's, that's, you, you're fueling something, see? Uh, Kadeshian, you're there. Um, listen, I'm just saying, I, is, that just caught my attention. <laughs> no, nah, that, that's a good that's a good catch, though. People are saying this is the album X had completed before he passed. So this is essentially the album he's going to put out anyway. Right. Because when he was on he, Drink Tramps, um, Nori asked him about the newer artists. Mm-hmm. And he was giving some of the names as far right. as who he was working with. And Griselda was some of the people that he mentioned. So nothing about this looks off to me. It it doesn't seem like, oh, well, now X died. Let me hop on a track. I am surprised with the the not the Jay-Z track because, you know, him and Jay had their issues. Even after the news came out that Jay bought his Def Jam, Def Jam contract, they still kind of bump heads. But I'm, I'm glad to see that. Um, and I hope that wasn't because, like you said, he passed away. Um, I, I'm glad to see that's over. Yeah. Um, Money bad yo kind of surprises me. That's that's the only surprise to me on the joint. Yeah, yeah. That, that and, does, and, that's the only surprise. The Bono joint doesn't even surprise me because on his first album he had the. Uh, oh damn! I can't think of his name right now. Why well, can't think of his name? The Elton John sample. What's the Elton? Okay, John? yeah. Was it? Was it? It might have. It might not have been the other. One thing that um, I am surprised about, and we just alluded to this earlier, that is that Eve's not on the Eve or drag. I think this is just an assumption. I don't. I don't know. Even after his death, if drag would have been able to hold it together to put a verse on there. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if this was the album that was done before he passed, that's a good question. Like, yeah, why Drag ain't got a feature? Yeah, because, you know, that's that's Drag is, is, is DMX's that's, little brother, quote-unquote. That's little bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So give him, a, give him a hook. Maybe he's not listed. Maybe he does a hook or something. He's not listed. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to this. Like, I, I want this. Uh, May 28th, it says to come out. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't. I can't wait to hear this. This is. This sounds like again <laughs> a contender for album of the year. Yep. Um. Right now, to this date, I'm gonna give it to Cole, but he might only have it for two weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a different. It's, it goes back to the Shock G um, interview when he breaks down everybody flows. Yeah. X's flow is, is the preacher flow. Right. X preaches to you. It's just not, let me rap and be the best rapper. No, X talks to and through you. Yeah, he speaks to your soul. Yeah, so I think that's why he resonates like that. So I'm really interested. I think that's why Eminem doesn't resonate with so many people, because he just raps. But that's another story. No shot. Count. I'm about to say, Count. you can't say no shots after that. That, that is wasn't a, a shot. That was a fucking it, shot. It, it, it kind of was. It kind of was. <laughs> that, was a that wasn't a shot. <laughs> That was a shot. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> it, it was what it was. I was. It was an un, unintentional shot. It was um a stray bullet. That's what it was. 
But I think that's why certain flows resonate with people because X has that that preacher flow, like like Pac, mm-hmm. when he's preaching, he reaches, like you said, he reaches your soul. And I think because we've seen X's trials and tribulations a lot, how we talk about like we talk with Cardi B, we've seen what she came through. Why so many people root for her? Same thing with X. We we saw what he come through. We seen X come from everything, and we like right. with him. And I just wish he could. I think he felt the love. I just wish he was still around. You know, fifty is still way too young to die. It is way way too young. So, um, May twenty eighth. I think that's the track list. Yeah, yep. May twenty eighth. Um, Exodus chapter one verse seven. Make sure you cop it. Listen, you can listen to two albums at once. Oh, it's DMX's youngest youngest son, Exodus. That's who he is, his youngest son. Yeah, so don't think just because J. Cole is out, you have to listen to Cole. You can listen to DMX too. A uh, couple, real. Uh, well, let's get into um, the, the, the podcast thing because the other thing we can, we can come back to. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, okay, we've had I've had this long-standing rule about this podcast that we don't talk about other podcasts unless it's culturally important. And one of the inspirations for this podcast has been the Joe Button podcast. You know, one of the reasons I've I did this podcast and we sat to do this podcast is because of Joe Button's podcast and other podcasts like it. Um. And a lot of times, things will happen with them that are happening with us, and people think we're trying to be like them, or they draw similarities, and we're not. We're really not. To be quite honest with y'all, and no shade, and this is really, I know I said this a lot, <laughs> but no shade. I haven't listened to the Joe Button podcast since, like, June of last year, for personal reasons. No shade against them. I haven't listened to an episode. I was a avid listener, to, like, every week, but I haven't listened to them, like, June. That's personal reasons I won't go into. Um, but the internet is going crazy right now because of the 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 breakup of the the crew. Um, for those who don't know, Joe had the podcast started with Rory and Marissa. Marissa was was fired, <laughs> and he replaced Marissa with his long term long time friend Maul. Maul, who's I don't know, you know, I ain't gonna break, I ain't gonna disrespect this Maul. Maul, who's Joe Button's friend. Let's do that. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna disrespect this thought like that, uh, but he has some he has some um, some lineage there. Uh, Rory stayed, and they moved over to Spotify. A lot of people know about that. We talked about that Spotify deal, and the Spotify deal was over, and they became essentially free agents. They have their own platform. Um, you can listen to them anywhere. Um, the last couple of weeks on the podcast, you know, it's been been a, a turbulent time. Uh, apparently Rory had threatened to, no, that threatened, he invited Joe to a fight like four weeks in a row. <laughs> um, and then Joe had kind of replaced them. He, they took like a month off and had like substitute podcasters there. Then they came back and everything thought, we thought everything was cool. They kind of cleared the air. They said a lot of issues were with accounting where Rory and Maul just wanted to see the numbers. Like, you know, we hear all these numbers and we just want to see the numbers. So, you know, no big deal. And I think the internet thought everything's cool. The JB, the JBP boys are back. Everything's good. They took the next week off. Then the next episode comes. It's Joe by himself. 
and he's taking shots at everybody. <laughs> he he fires Rory on air. Um, for breach of contract. I think that's what he said. His excuse was breach of contract. Uh, and he says Maul is not returning his calls. Um, he he releases like an hour long rant about stuff they don't understand, stuff they don't see, blah blah blah, woo de woo, Joe regular Joe Button shit, <laughs> right? Um, so Rory takes his Rory and Maul because Maul was observing Ramadan as well. Shout out to Maul. Um, they take that time away. Maul posts like, "Hey, we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all a response. Just let me you know do my thing." And Rory's saying just, hey, it's a great era. I really enjoyed it. I respond in time. Uh, what they did is they recorded their own episode of, um, and I think they titled it Our Name's Response Later, which was originally a uh, rip off the original name of the Joe Button podcast. Yeah, Our podcast, podcast later. later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, let's just go into some clips because there are some, some things here I want to make sure we get right. I don't want to misquote or anything. Um, and and G, let me know if y'all can hear this because I know I'm using different mics now. Mm. Um, let's go clip one. Like a lot of the success of this podcast is yeah, you music career, right? I feel like you think it's a trickle down effect from his music career to the podcast. And my thing is, it's not. I've been in so many cities when you were a rapper, Joe. I've been in so many cities. It wasn't this many people weren't showing up for you. And see, and, and, and again, through all of this, I've had time to replay some shit in my head. And you know how certain shit has started to like come together. And he said something at the Highline Ballroom show we did when we were in the dressing room. He had went outside, he had recorded the people wrapped around the corner and came back. And he said, Yo, I got these niggas wrapped around the block. I got the, I got the, I got the line around the corner. And I looked at him and I said, Joe, you don't have the line around the corner. We had the line around the corner. Because you've done shows here before. And you've never had the line around the corner. I feel like Joe feels like a lot of the success okay, of this so that's, podcast. Oh, that's one. It's a, a shitload of clips here. He was, busy trying to create, he was busy trying to create the narrative that I could sit here and do this with anybody. It's, it's just trying to devalue. It's trying to devalue. It's trying to say something. It's trying to spend. Like, I know what that shit is, man. I'm not stupid. I could play stupid, but I'm not stupid. I know what you're doing. You're going to sit here and try to play... Oh, yeah, I could do this with anybody. I know that. Cool. I know that that's what you always wanted. You wanted to, to, to move me and Rory up. You were going to try to wait till our contract was over because you know you know I wasn't going for no salary contract. Rory's already told you he wasn't. But then now you can bring in two other people that's going to have to roll with the salary contract because they didn't build this show. You know, I, know, I, know how you, I know how you're trying to spin it. I, and it's fine, bro. I don't care about that. And I'm gonna get one more off real quick because it's a lot. <laughs>
my fault. Roy says that he had a meeting with Elliot. Roy says that he had a meeting with Elliot to discuss the title. And then he called and told me about it, and I screamed on him. He's absolutely right. I screamed on him. He was totally out of place. Uh, he should not have done that. Uh, I had already been having discussions with title. I named a number. They weren't the fondest of it. And here goes Rory to sit down and talk to Elliot, but he doesn't own it. And he doesn't know how much it's costing to run these things. And he don't know what it, what type of money I'm going to take. So I 100% said to Rory, Rory, please do not do that again. Please do not be used as a pawn when people are trying to do their negotiating tricks. I've already spoken to them. I said a number. That's true. That's true. And when I came back to say, hey, we have a title deal, it's because Hove called. Not because you sat with Elliot. It's because the highest person in the food chain called and said, this is how I feel, present it to your guys. So that's what I did. And you guys wanted to take that title bill, that title deal. That title deal was for $40,000 a month. $40,000 a month is what that deal was for with no information being given. Y'all wanted to take it. I said, no. Didn't take it. That was smart. Sorry. That just makes sense. I'm sorry that he didn't understand that. But it made sense. So, a lot of things to unpack here, and I'm just doing some really, really, really super quick um, force of education, Oakland education, and math here. That's um, half a million dollars a year that title offered Joe and his cohorts um, for the podcast. But let's let's unpack a lot. It's a lot I gave y'all, a lot of clips, um, and some stuff we talked about before the show, me and, me and um, G. And it, it definitely feels like Joe feels that the podcast popularity is off his rap career. Right. Um, and I think from outside looking in, I don't know Joe, I don't know any of these people. Outside looking in, I was a fan of Joe the Rapper. Me and Joe the Rapper real cool. Uh, I think as a fan of Joe the Rapper, you come to the podcast because you're a fan of Joe the Rapper. It's like any other podcast of a, a big name. T.I.'s podcast. You come to T.I.'s podcast because you like T.I. You know, any no. rapper that does something, you come check them out because of that rapper. Mm-hmm. But you stay because of what's going on in the show. You know what I'm saying? I can be a fan of Kevin Durant, who I'm a, I'm a big fan of. But I'll listen to the podcast because of his podcast. I'm not going to keep listening because it's just him. It got to have something to keep me there. Right. It has to have something to keep you there. Right. And I think that's what Joe is missing. I think, um, yeah, people come because it's Joe Button, right? Joe Button, big name. Because they like Joe Button. Right. Because Joe Button likes Joe Button. That's (laughs) why. Joe Button likes Joe Button, 1,000%. But then you stay because you you like more. You know what? You like more. I'm going to just jump into it. He's overly cocky. Yeah. 
overly cocky. That is not to take anything away from his podcast show at all. But what I'm saying is at some point you have to remember that sometimes not everything is because of you. There's a lot of things that you have to do in life that other people are involved to help you get to where you are. Exactly. That's just facts. You do not do this on your own at all. Somewhere along the way, there are people who are going to do something that will help your career continue to be successful. It's not just you. And that's the part where there's a disconnect. You have to get out of yourself, sir. That's just some real self-searching shit. I'm just, just hearing him speak and knowing some of the things he's said in the past. That doesn't make him a bad individual, but you can't sit there and expect others to be treated as though they're not as important as you are when they're putting just as much as work into the same show that you are. That's an insult. That's, that's basically saying that you're not important, that I don't need you here really is what you're saying. You're, you could do this by yourself. I mean, he lost take on it. Yeah. Essentially that's what Rory said. Rory said he can get two other people and pay them half of what I want. I pay one of y'all. And I can do it by myself. And I think, yeah, you can do that, but you're not going to be any successful. But that's my point. Yeah, don't think just because you can do that, right? that it's going to be just as successful. That's the point. That's the exact point. It's not yeah. always about that. It's also about who is in on that show with you. Right. How exactly. the conversation well, What do they bring to the show? You know what I mean? And I'm not going to lie. I would feel just as much as insulted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you if you wanted me to be on the show with you, like right. I would feel like, really? So, so what the fuck am I doing here then? That's how you really right. feel. <laughs> right. No insult. I'm wasting my time because I feel like I'm building something here with you. And where in reality, you're looking at me as though I'm some extra person on your fucking coattail. Right. Right. And I think especially it, it makes it worse because they're all, they were all friends before the podcast. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, gotta him and get out of you to live together. Like, dog, we are. You gotta get out of himself. Yeah. Like, I have a clip when Maul talks about the stuff he's, one of the things he's done for Joe, and he's like, yo, I, like, I know you, Joe. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but what I thought was funny, and this is continuing on the conversation, I found when I found it, when Kevin Hart, who's reportedly had issues with Joe, was, you know, Kevin Hart had his whole um, cheating thing, and Joe kind of went on a little tangent about him so i guess this was kevin's turn to you know get him back uh kevin had said that um that's what it is you guys know i'm no stranger negativity i don't care about that oh i actually was a supporter of the progression of him and his podcast from afar i'm a fan of your growth i'm a fan of what you're doing and the conversation behind it that's dope Yo, he's not doing business here. He wants to own it. He wants control. It's dope. To see you publicly shit on the guys that are with you, that's an example of poor leadership. That's an example of why you are where you are. This is why. Here's the answer. Point blank. 
You want to be by yourself. You want to be King Diggling. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. Wealth should be shared, not owned. Facts. So this is a shout out, man, to Rory and Maul. You guys are dope as fuck at that job. Once again, I was a fan of the fucking podcast. It's a sad day to see this shit end when you guys were on your way to what seemed to be higher levels of success. I don't sit up here and promote negativity. Wish there was a world where you can work it out. But you need a good fucking leader that understands it's not just him. I don't think Joe has that. Damn. Uh, I don't. I also don't like the the firing on air. Well, it's a podcast, so it wasn't live, right? I mean, no, no, he was on air and he went on a little rant and basically told him that because he wasn't there, he was in breach, and then he was fired as of that moment. There's a chair there. There's an empty chair. Five. I gotta agree with Kev on a lot of that. Um, I think it's gonna go on deaf ears because people, you know, Joe and Kev kind of had their back and forth. But I, I think and we kind of said that same thing. Scan, I think you you echo the same thing. Like, hit it on the money, hit yeah. it right on the head. Like, listen, <laughs> you gotta you gotta step out of yourself for a moment, sir. Nobody's saying that you're not important, but you need to remember that you're not the only one who's just as important. You're not the only one that's putting all of their heart and soul into the show. And that's an insult to anyone that is just as passionate about it as you are. And you're making it sound as though they didn't bring anything to the table, that it's all about you. Yep. You've got to, you got to do some soul searching, sir. You've got to figure out why it is that you feel like you're more important than everyone else. Cause if that's the case, then by all means, go do this by yourself. I am that person. Like, go do it by yourself. Then. Right. But that's the thing. What did he say? You're not going to be as successful. And this is why you're not as successful. Because you're too busy not taking your head out of your own ass. It's, Which I'm, I, I definitely feel I definitely feel that. Uh, I'm in agreement with that. Just to play devil's advocate. I think the other... The, uh, Joe's point with a lot of it was the the behind the scenes business aspect that he built or did or invest in his own money to put the show where it was. It was like, okay, I've done a lot on my own, but I'm still breaking bread with y'all. But of course, my piece of bread is going to be bigger than yours because I've I've done more of the legwork. I've done more of the hustling. I've done more of the financial side of it to secure sponsors and things like that. So I think that's kind of where it went left when they're like, well, open up the account. And let's see the books. And he's like, for what? Like, one, you don't trust me Two. I've all I've done all of this. I put y'all in a position where y'all are getting money off of it. So I think that's the the defensive stance Joe took. But again, to you know, uh, like I said, I I'm kind of on the fence on because I I see both sides. But the way Joe flat out handled the shit was wrong. I, I 
even if that's how he feels, like as far as you know, being being defensive. Yes, he wanted out of defense. Exactly. But yeah. like but that yeah, you you don't handle it that way. Especially yeah. if they're supposed to be your friends. Yeah, I was about to say even friends, like yeah, especially with your you friends, you're not that. supposed to do that. But even just business, even if they weren't like friends before that, yeah. business wise you don't do that. Cause like Kevin said, he was like you fired him on the air and he wasn't there. Like, what type yeah. of shit is right. that? Who right. does that? <laughs> He that, does. <laughs> yeah, that that that, and I I'm gonna say it just reeks of cowardice. <laughs> like yeah. what? Why would you do that on the air? Like you could have. It, it's it's just not the move to do, man. There's so many other ways that could have been handled. Now I and, will say, I will say, I don't know how true it is. In the article that I read, when he apologized, mm-hmm. he said that that was supposed to be edited out, mm. but it wasn't. So I I don't, I don't know, but either way for you to even still do it and then have to go back and be like, yeah, that's not, yeah, nah, I shouldn't have said that. You know what though? And that might be true because if you look, that episode was posted on YouTube and then was taken down. Yeah. So, but I mean, once you post on the internet, it's on the internet, you know what I'm saying? It is Um, what it is at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, I can, I could cop to that and I, and to his credit, like I said, I don't listen to the show regularly, so it's not a this, it's just a fact. Um, he's his next show, he apologized to Roy. I haven't listened right. to it, but he's he, he literally I read the show credits and he, he apologized to Roy. He had a therapist up there. The funny thing about all this is um my guy, um he's Chris, I'm trying to think of his name, Critics of the Culture, his um Instagram. If you go to his Instagram, Critics of the Culture, he posted a clip of um Joe talking to Ebro. And they asked Joe what was his most toxic trait. And his answer, I'm a player for y'all, um, was like really surprising. Let me pull it up. It, really, it wasn't surprising, it was fitting. Um, let me. I treat people bad that care about 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 me. <laughs> like he had, he, he had, that wasn't me playing it. That was, that was literally Chris had it on loop. I treat people bad to care about me. No, that care, that about, care me. about me. That care about me. I treat people bad that care about me. That's, that's what his, he, his most toxic trait. That's is his I most toxic bad that care about me. That he identified. I, th- I think that's um, I think that's yeah, spot on. pretty accurate. That's <laughs> that pretty means, accurate. nigga, you gonna be alone forever. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I could not be with no man that was like, "Are you kidding me?" So, nigga, you don't want me to care about you. You want me to treat you like shit? <laughs> but ain't he known for slapping bitches too? He's gotten um into he's- physical altercations with um. A couple of chicks that he's dated with, yes. Yeah. So did I, he I did he smack a chick out of because she cared about him or because she said something back? I'm I'm confused. Man, I know the most the one that like a fucking I, narcissist. Yeah, I'm about to say the yeah, one 100%. that the, the one that I remember the most was <laughs> when he was dealing with um Esther Baxter. Of course. And they got into it and Allegedly, I'm gonna use Wade's word. Allegedly, she started it, and like it was a situation where she was putting her hands on him. So it was more of a defense thing. Um, gotcha. But 
either way, you know, whether it's in defense or, you know, you, you the aggressor, it's better ways to handle things like that. You're supposed to just grab her and then drag her across the dresser real quick. That's it. No, you're supposed to shake her. You know, the girl, you know what I do to you, girl? I will. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Listen, listen, I'm a female and I'm laughing at that shit right now. What is it, the Lord's Tate scene from Dead President? Don't you ever run up on me like that. Don't you know what I'll kill you, Anita? Don't you know what I'll do to you? (laughs) Never in your life run up on me like that. That scene was not supposed to be what it was. Because, like, all feeling, like, looked like it just left her body. Like, I'm pretty sure he was really, he really... Shook her like for real in that scene. I know, right? You can't, you can't really fake shook that. The fuck out of her. Yeah, you can't fake that. But no, um, uncut nation. We are not condoning domestic yes, abuse. We are definitely not at, in no way, shape, or form. No way, shape, or form. Don't want people to confuse that. But getting back to what we're talking about here, um, take from someone who is a um third degree narcissist himself. Yeah, Joe, you 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 blew this one. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, I think, and and Joe just and Joe's and Joe's head. I'm sure this all makes sense. That's usually how it works, right? It all makes sense to uh-huh. you. But everybody else is like, "Nah, dog, you you fuck." Uh-huh. Yeah, because again, in the apology joint, um, he mentioned like I think the exact words was it sounded spicier on on the um the outtake or something like that. Like basically him hearing back what he said after he said he was like, Oh yeah, that's that that sounds a lot more harmful than I initially meant it or how it sounded in my head. He's impulsive. He said what he said. Exactly. It came out. He didn't think about what was gonna happen afterwards or how it was gonna make anybody else feel because he was only caring about what the fuck he felt. Bingo. Exactly. And I think that once again have Love you, Joe Button. But you got to get your head out your ass for a little while. Just for a little while. You know, the funny thing, the irony of this is this is where you need a strong team to be like, yo, you're tripping. But he he literally fired his strong team. (laughs) Yeah. People that be like, dog, you tripping. (laughs) Yeah. As we always say, you got to have a no nigga around you. Fuck a yes man. You got to keep a no nigga around you. For moments like this, (laughs) bro, you tripping hard. Yeah. And he fired him for telling him no. But it sounds like he won yes men around him. And this is no disrespect to his current crew. Like I said, I don't listen to the podcast now. And I'm not saying that as a shot. I'm just saying it's a statement of fact. But they're not who they, you know, who Maul and Roy was. So and this is no, I don't want nobody saying, oh, wait, is this in them? No, I'm not. It's just, it sounds like y'all are more what Joe was looking for. And Joe has made it clear he's looking for people to agree with what he's saying. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the he's best on, way I could put that. He's on his standards. Oh, I don't his, want no, you to apocalypse. care about. I don't want you to care about how it's going to affect me. I want right. you to care about what the fuck I told you to do. Yeah, he's on his apocalypse. All those who oppose me will die. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's heads off and shit. Yo, yeah, it's, it's um, it's, it's crazy. sad because. He was really the forefront of this whole podcast movement and podcast empowerment. And that's the crazy thing about it. Yeah. You know, as much as he talks about the creators need to get what they they do and their credit was really just 
denying the crew. You know what? He blew himself up. Just yeah, he, he literally, he, he literally put a grenade in his own asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Why you keep talking about this man asshole? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the only way I feel like I had to describe a narcissist. They're like fucking assholes. It's like, why are you so? Oh, like but, how uh, is so within yourself? Like I just the um. It's hard for me to understand it as a cancer. I'm sorry. It's just hard for me to understand how people can listen. just be so fucking selfish. Well, he he literally switched roles from the whole situation with complex for everyday struggle. It, it seems it's like it's literally that. <laughs> yeah, like literally more uh Rory and Maul were in the position Button was in. After the first season of Everyday Struggle, it was like, all right, cool. Let's sit back down at the table, you know, renegotiate. Let's up to ante. And Complex told Bud, nah, we going to keep it the way it is. And Bud was like, fuck you. I'm leaving. Right. And Maul and Rory was like, all right, look, we having great success. Um, it's a couple things that we want to talk about, sit down at the table, renegotiate. And Joe was like, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. And what, and, did, was- and what happened? Fuck you! I'm leaving. I'm gonna go. And it's just it's, it's, you can't be mad. They're doing the same thing that you fucking did, my that guy. Was, like that's they the learn that, from the best. That's the shit that's a blowout. Because that was one of the things that everybody kept talking about. It was like as much as y'all sit right there on the show talk about having y'all paper have, uh, artists need to have a paperwork together and know the type of deals they selling. Come to find out, y'all either. Weren't satisfied with y'all deal and wanted to renegotiate, or didn't know everything that y'all said. Mm-hmm. So then, when it was time to open the books, it was just like, "Nah, you already signed the shit. What the, what the fuck? Are we going back to this? Fuck!" <laughs> it, it, it's, it reminds me of a puff argument. You know how puff is all for the creators and and all this stuff, and we're like, "Puff, are you serious? Give me you, know you are. <laughs> Give Mace back his shit. <laughs> like puff, do you know who you are? Because <laughs> um, you have a long history of robbing people." Whoa. So it's is and is is literally the same thing. So Long listen, man. And apparently, Joe has a um, non compete clause in their contract where they can't do their own podcast for like a year. I think. It's so, like, wow. so if they if they do if they do a podcast within a year, he's gonna sue him. Wow! So wow! It's just it's it's really messy, and you would hate for friends to. That be was his that way, way of making sure that they can't stay or remain or have a hard time remaining popular after yeah, removing from him, themselves from his show. Exactly. Because if they started something on their own, they could probably remain popular without him. Ooh, yeah. ooh, look at it's, you, it's, look at you, but mm, it's really messy. Mm, you Joe. look I'm really... so messy right now. I know, Joe. Ooh, you don't care, you and so I hope you hear this. Right I'm just disappointed. You know. I'm just disappointed. I'm just really disappointed. And I'm like, and I, and I hope people that's on the Joe Button Network, you know, Karen Civil, I know she she know her people. Karen, you know, Karen knows her stuff. But horrible decisions. Whoever else is on the network is looking like, yo, this is this is the boss of the network. Look how he's handling this stuff. Mm-hmm. We might need to renegotiate or move our pod. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the title deal, listen, forty thousand a month. I'm just gonna say that forty thousand a month. I'll take it. That's a lot. That's I'll a lot. take it. And I, and I I, I grant we're coming from a place where, you know, forty thousand. And I'm not calling y'all bitches, but bitch, what? 
Yeah, $40,000 a month. And, uh, and we don't know the rest of the deal. They could have got some ownership points and other stuff. We don't know the rest of the deal. But $40,000 a month as a starting point? As a starting, starting point. point. Yeah, I'm as a starting, starting point. point. No, I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. That's a, yeah, a go ahead. Starting. That's right. That's right. That's a great starting point. Oh, so, so you mean oh, so you mean you going to fulfill my dream of starting my own town? Like, I want to be them. Because <laughs> that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a lot of property. Because <laughs> that's, that's essentially half a million dollars a, a year. Are you kidding me? Thanks yeah. for allowing me to buy my own town. I appreciate and, it. Exactly. The funny thing is, if you remember when they were up for their deal, we talked about why they didn't go to title. Like, it just made sense. But this right. kind of tells you why. Right. Joe wanted more than 40000 a month. And I wonder, and I get he's footing all the costs and everything, but I wonder what costs. I mean, you're going to Park's crib, Park's has a bunch of equipment. You're paying Park's, I'm assuming, to use his equipment. But what else are you doing? Like, what other yeah, costs I know are he you did the, uh, the rest of the, when they moved locations, it was like an actual building. Yeah. And, then, and I'm assuming touring costs and such. Yeah, I was about to say when they went on tour and all of that. So, but you know, I don't, I don't know the rest of it, but yeah, it, it was it, just, it's just definitely sad to see how everything just blew up at the end. It's a little spooky right now. It's a little spooky. That's the word I like to use. It's spooky. Right. It's, it's a lot of shit going it. on over there, and it's, it is definitely sad to see, especially if they're friends or they're supposed to be friends. Yeah, and to, you know nothing lasts forever, but don't end it like that. You know what I mean? Right. So and to me, that type of shit's important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like out of everything that that we go through in life, and even on top of that, we talk and I make jokes about being rich, and we comparing our lives and where we at because the mentality is completely different. At the end of the day, though, your friends are your friends. Exactly. Like you got to really protect that relationship that you have with people. Because in the end, your money ain't going to do shit for you. Well, exactly. your friends are the ones that are going to be there for you. Right. For real, for real. So I think that's, I think to me, that is what's, uh, like you said, is the saddest part about it. It's like you, you're not even trying to really uh, appreciate the friendship that you had with them. And I think that was probably what probably made them even more disappointed. Yeah, I, th I think to me that's that's besides the even just the show product. thing because they're friends. Like I've I've been there before. I know what that felt like, where you really thought you had a part of something, or you were you were building something with this person that they were your friend. Like that's a great feeling to know that you guys are on this journey on being something great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then to turn around and find out that that person didn't really value the same way, right? And you never had a clue or even thought that that would ever be. It's very right. disappointing and concerning so i would definitely feel the same way it's sad to see like that and like i said I, if i was on his show now or on his network i would look at it also like this is how you treat them and they were they were quote, quote unquote the ogs they started this with your you. friends and this is how you started with them so i can imagine how you look at me um but i'm sure time heals all wounds and hopefully they can resolve this um but with so much things being made public it's going to be a while before they can be cool again i think yeah. This is my personal opinion. Um, and I think I think anyone will tell you that the firing was in public was just not the way to go. That that was just not the way to go. Right. I think I think everyone would agree on that. And I think Joe apologized, so I'm assuming he apologized for that. So Yeah. But let's get ready to get out of here. Um, G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Uh of course Cole is still streaming. 
Cold World. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna give Nicki Minaj a shot. <laughs> you know what's funny? I want to listen to that, and um, I haven't had a chance this weekend, but I will listen to it because you know it's like I heard a new song with Drake and Lil Wayne up there, so I want to hear that. Yeah, that's the very first song on the project. Oh, what's it? There you go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the name of the project is "Beam Me Up, Scotty." Um, who else I got on here? AWACS and King Iso, Written in Blood, uh, Paris, Texas, Boy Anonymous, 21 Savage and Slaughter Gang, uh, Spiral, which is the soundtrack uh, to From the Book of Saw, the, the new movie that I think right, I had. Right. Uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kodak Black, Haitian Boy Kodak, uh, Fredro Star from Onyx, got a new joint called Stash Box. Uh, Loaded Lux, Cambada, and Black Magic, uh, Manifest Destiny. So it was a little light this week, but okay. you know, I mean, you know, Cole. Came yeah, out I was about kinda, to say Cole, Cole holding the weight. Yeah, Cole kind of industry shut down. Like, yeah, I dropped, push your shit back. <laughs> Pretty right. much. Right. All right. So, Scan, what is the vibe of the week? So this week we've got. Dial by Topaz Jones. Topaz, you know I know a girl. Never mind. Um, anyway, <laughs> I should call uh -oh. her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should call her. It was fire. Um, anyway, this is um, uh -uh. you are cutting <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, and Dial means oh no, nah, his album is Don't Go Telling Your Mama. Okay, cool. Okay, so here we go. Dial and Topaz Jones. <laughs> um, yeah. Money, yeah. Money to be made. And I just want it right now. Please get down or lie down when I'm in the grave. I need everything I style. Dying is a lifestyle. Money to be made. And I just want it right now. Please get down or lie down when I'm in the grave. I need everything I style. Dying is a lifestyle. Told you I was gonna beat your ass one day. Please hold me back. I'ma slap him in his face. He touched my girlfriend. That's disrespect. I swung, he ducked and pushed me through the desk. Why this drama? You know my mama, been to my casa when we was young. You were the golden child I should copy. Everyone said to be like Najawan. Problems with you, look, I do not want. But I am a man, so I got the flaunt. Are they gonna call me a punk? This morning I bought me a pump. I'm cycling through memories. Hindsight is 2020 clean. Now you got me back pedaling. Psychiatrist, not helping me. Your childhood not so heavenly. That's hell to pay. My elder take. I make it through. I celebrate. Why sell it? There's money to be made. Right now, please get down to lockdown. When I'm in the grave, I need everything I style. Dying is a lifestyle. Money to be made, and I just want it right now. Please get down to lockdown. When I'm in the grave, yeah. I need everything I style. Dying is a lifestyle. 
Woke up with a busy schedule. Give me revenue. Smoking on the sticky residue. You can smell it, woo. Seventh period already, shit. I miss hella school. Teachers see that you don't give a F. But she failing you. Drug game, blood game, cracks that we failing. That was not by accident. They packaged it to sell for you. Waiting on your birthday. Practically got a sell for you. And pay for it all with your taxes. Yeah, we march. Put the madness I throw off your bracket. All this baggage, I might trip if I ever unpack it. Seen a black man. Elected, ever witness one happy? Exactly. The reason why I'm running this trap like it's a track. Movies show me money and ass, that shit attract me. Used to show up hungry to class, that shit distract me. You should wanna be on business if you ask me, instead of just another conveyor belt in the factory. Who you think you masculine because of rap? I know you a pacifist, it's just an act. And I don't have time for you or the principal. I oughta beat your privilege ass off principle. That's money to be made. And I just want it right now. Please get down to lockdown. I'm in bread, bread. I need everything lifestyle. Dying is a lifestyle. Running to be made. And I just want it right now. Please get down the lockdown. When I'm in bread, bread. I need everything lifestyle. Dying is a lifestyle. Money, power, and respect. That's the meaning of life. And if it's more to it, guess I see when I die. I'm trying to be rich as hell. Fuck your degree in a job. Once you hit that cell, you might as well not even apply. Ain't no bitch in me, homie You can see in my eyes We got history, but this and me could be a demise Street smarts, always be encyclopedia wise Three cars, meal for dinner, I might eat you alive mm. Where's angry? Why are you so angry? I realized that it was fear That's what I did That was Topaz Jones with Dial um, The vibe of the week uh, That was a lit, that was a lot of, it was, it was, I like that I like that. I just want to be iced out. I just yeah, that's. I just want to pay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with you, Topaz. I'm with you. You feel me? One thousand. I was feeling it. I told you that was a vibe. You know, that's I'm definitely a vibe. That what do you mean? <laughs> that's definitely a vibe. Um, couple. Of, well, one thing to get on before we get out of here. Um, apparently, rumors are that Meek wants to get off of MMG. Um, apparently, him and Rick Ross are having issues. So he wants to get off of MMG. So we'll keep an eye out on that. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> maybe Wale will do the same thing, too. Uh, I don't know. That's uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Julie, out of this. Spicy. Spicy feet. Damn you. Damn you, leave Wale out of this. He's over there minding his motherfucking business. And here you hey. go. And I'm people just, like you that do that type of shit. People are in their corner living their best lives, minding their business. Here you come. Yeah. Spicy. I'm spicy right now. I'm spicy. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Wale. Wale. I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> I don't know why he keep doing that to you. You know what? One down down. A- I'm all for your shit. I don't know why he's fucking with you. You go back Wale. to live your best life. Hey Wale, if you're in, in listening, come to the come to the podcast. Let's sit down and have no, a talk. Listen, listen. I'm I'm on the podcast and I'm telling you. Not. You hear me? You That's hit crazy. my DM because he's not going to respect you. No, Wale is my guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What? That's <laughs> oh, what? Wale, now we're not just gonna sit up here and blatantly <laughs> laugh. I couldn't even get that Thank out. You. I couldn't even get out. Yeah, We're out not right. gonna do that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm 
scare you. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Anyway, look, let's get out of here, man. Um, we'll have an announcement next week about our new li- our next live. I know a lot of people hit me up about when we going live again. Some people thought they missed our live. Uh, we didn't go live next last month because of we missed <laughs> it. Yeah, we <laughs> we missed our lives. Um, but we'll be going live soon, probably in the next two or three weeks. We'll let y'all know. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll definitely post this. Keep on track. Follow us on social media. We'll let y'all know when we go live again. Uh, let's give our socials and get out of here. Uh, Scan, where can they find you? Mm, they can find me on Twitter, Mornisa, M-O-O-R-E-N-I-S-S-A. IG, Nisa Moore. Just you know, the other way. I shouldn't have to spell that out. And OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com forward slash need some more. N-E-E-D-S-O-M-E-M-O-O-R-E. And if you don't want to go ahead with the subscription, just throw a free at the end of that and go ahead and check me out. Oh, also catch me on the Sweet Talk. Uh, that's also released weekly. Um, you can catch us on Facebook, IG, and Twitter as three sweet talkers. That's the number three, and then sweet talkers. Super dope, super dope. And G, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter and Twitter and Instagram, same underscore G underscore L I. Make sure you follow the podcast, Words with Way, all one word, spell it like it sounds, on all social media platforms. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, wordsofway.com, of course. You can follow me as well at the Way Blogs, T H E W A D E B L O G G S. Remember, I never go broke. My name got two G's. Um, that's still a bar. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> that's everything, man. Um, yeah, we'll let y'all know. I should have a special announcement within the next two weeks about our next live show and. Something else. Something else. I'll leave it at that. Uh, so, for Scan, a.k.a. Nisa, uh, G, a.k.a. G. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Uh, as always. As always. You may agree with what we said. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with what we said. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? So keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we catch you on the internet. Shit. Shit. What's up? Shit. Shit.